Welcome back to uh, No Judgment with Jonathan Nolan. Thank you guys for joining us. This is No Judgment Podcast Episode 6. Wow. Yeah. Getting up there. Time flies when you're having fun. Consistency is key. Consistent kings. Consistent. So this this week, we're going to get into a pretty fun topic. It's mm-hmm. going to be music. Um, we're both big fans of music. We're both big fans of the same kind of music. We for both sure. love rap hip-hop yeah anything that makes my head nod yep we both hate country yeah i probably hate screamo like death metal more than country if i had to listen to one or the other probably choose country i'm just not a country guy it's not me i don't know how people love country especially in like this area they have the amphitheater by the lake and all they do is country concerts and like everybody and their mom goes and just backs up 690 like you want to believe and I've never been a one because I don't yeah, care because the neither. music sucks. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I guarantee you 99% of those country music lovers are probably like, I can't stand rap music. It all sounds the same. I don't understand how you listen to that, but we love it. That's what we love. Hey, it is what it is. None of be my business. They can have their thing. We'll have ours. Yep. At the end of the day, I'm happy. They can be happy. Whatever. Exactly. So, you got something together here. Yeah, this is going to be because Jonathan's got a big brain, only when it comes to music. Yeah, my brain is big for very specific things and very specific things only. This just happens to be one of them, I guess. Probably music and shoes. Music, shoes. Movies. Movies. Alcohol. That's about it. And Celebrity Heights. Celebrity Heights. Pretty solid with Celebrity Heights for some reason. Very weird talent. Yeah. So, I got... Five questions. Um, okay. Feel free to answer at home, too. Guess along. Guess along. I was not prepped. I don't know what these questions are. They're coming at them raw. Let's go. And these are going to be uh, more generic rappers, so you guys can uh, relate. First question. What borough is 50 Cent from? Queens. Oh, I wasn't supposed to answer that fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> I'm sorry. For people playing at home... I apologize. We didn't give you much time on that one. 50 cents from Jamaica, Queens. Wow. Yeah. One for one. Like literally like the same, like the right neighborhood. Yeah. The right borough. I didn't even know he's from Queens. I knew he was in New York City, but Not I didn't Queens. know Queens. He's a Queens boy. Wow. Okay. He's one for one. One for one. Next question. How many studio albums does J. Cole have? Hold on, let me count here. Name my love. He's got Sideline Story. He's got whatever that one is with the white cover with the weird devil-looking thing on it. I can never remember the name Born of that Center. one. Born Come Center. On. He's got Forest Hills Drive. He's got For Your Eyes Only, and he's got KOD. So I'm going to go with five final answer. Wow. Not only did he get five for five, but he named them in order, too. <laughs> <laughs> in order of release. Next question. Of those five, which one do you think uh, sold the best? Sold the best? Yeah. Mm, probably Forest Hills Drive would be my guess. And he's correct on that one, too. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, Forest Hill Drive has 1240000 The rest are pretty close, but they're... Absolute classic. All right, number three. This one's going to hit home for him. Okay. What's Drake's highest selling album? Highest selling album. 
Mm -hmm. That's tough. He sells a ton every single time he drops. My heart wants to say take care just because that's the one that's like still in the charts for like 5,000 weeks. But yeah, I'm going to lock it in. Take care. According to this website, it's Scorpion. I was going to say Scorpion. I don't know. I could see it being Scorpion. It's his most recent. And like if we're going based off streams, like as sales, then I wouldn't be shocked that it's Scorpion. 732,000 album equivalent units first first week week. yeah i guess that's like a record for first week numbers yeah it's very high all right so you missed the drake one i thought he was gonna get that one number four who has the most number one albums in hip-hop not in all time albums I want to say it's M, but he's got more albums than Kanye. So it's definitely M over Ye. So then the question becomes, does Drake have more number ones than M? Also, Jay-Z has a lot of number ones. I'm going to guess... Well, I'm going to give the people at home a second here. They've had a second. They've had a second. We're going... Number one albums. I'm gonna go Drake. Final answer. Wrong. Who was it? It's Hove. It was Hove. Jay Z. Good for him. I'm happy it's Hove. Says the superstar has 13 number one albums. He has 13 albums. And they're all number one. I didn't think Reasonable Doubt went number one. According to that was his first one. It didn't really like pop until Volume One. According to Billboard. I believe him. All right. Last question. All right. Which rapper mm-hmm. has the most kids? The most kids? Future. Most kids. Is it Future? I feel like it's got to be Future. Or Fetty Wap? No. Then no. Most kids. Who's got a ton of kids? Mm-hmm. Future mm-hmm. has a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. You're telling me someone's... Well, he's got a lot of baby mamas, but that would mean he has equal as many kids. He's got like nine of those. So he's got to at least have nine kids, if not more. It ain't it ain't future. No, I'm trying to think who would have more kids than future. I have no idea. Future final answer. It's not future. It's DMX. How many kids does DMX have? Fifteen. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of children. Wild amounts of children. That is an insane amount of kids. DMX went buck wild. Yeah. How many baby moms does he have? I don't know. But 15? it says a, a who's probably gonna catch him is nba young boy isn't he like 11 nba young boy is probably in his early 20s and he has seven kids maybe the internet's blowing futures baby mama's out of proportion i was pretty sure he had like nine of them that is it was a fun game though i enjoyed playing 15, i hope you enjoyed playing at home too 15 kids i don't even want one you don't want one not right now uh no i'm good for the minute but like i definitely want some down the road not many. Probably two. I feel like two is a good number. Both boys? Nah, I'd like one of each. Why? Um, I'd like to experience what it's like to raise both a son and a daughter. Or whatever they identify themselves as. You'd like to experience what it's like to scroll through an OnlyFans and see your living room? <laughs> and you're like, what the? Listen, get your money. Get your, get get your, your money. Get your I'm bread all up. about it. You do you. In her Instagram bio, it says entrepreneur. Yeah, raised a hustler. Oh, yeah. She's out 
working. What's the female version of a hustler? Isn't that a Beyonce line? Yeah, it's like a hook. A diva is a female version of a hustler. Ah. That's what the hook is. Shout yeah. out Beyonce. Beyonce. Keeping it on music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have your son and a diva. Sure. And she's going to be on OnlyFans. That's fine. I don't know if you can tell, but I don't want a daughter. I don't know if you can tell, but the name of our podcast is No Judgment. You're not going to get any judgment from me over here. Listen, you're not going to get any judgment from me either, but don't be yelling at me when I'm subscribed (laughs) to the OnlyFans. I appreciate you supporting the family business. I'm just checking in. Yeah. Just making sure she's okay. on things. You don't want a daughter. Like, point blank, period, no daughter. I'd like a daughter if she identified as male. That'd be cool. (laughs) I mean, sure. So you want two boys. I would love two boys. Two boys. Two boys. I mean, your parents got three, three boys. boys. Yep. Three boys. That's and you are much. one of two. I'm, I'm one of two boys. I don't know. Sometimes I look at like raising kids and a lot of the times you only see like the fun stuff, but there's some stuff that comes along with raising kids that they can't like prepare you for. I know we kind of got into it a little bit last episode with the tooth fairy and like I was talking to my mom about it. She's like, yep, still have your baby teeth. They're here in this dresser, in this thing. I have them. And I was like, why? Side note, my mom also contacted me. She also has my baby <laughs> yeah, teeth. Yeah, they both have our baby teeth. And they both were like, I don't know why I have them. I was just told that yeah. I have to have them or Not something. even. My mom was just like, I nobody told me what to do. So I thought you're supposed to keep them, so I kept them. Apparently, that's what moms do. That's what moms do. But, like, just thinking back on all the things my brothers and I would do or say or get into growing up, like, there's got to be some points as a parent where you're like, nobody nobody trained me for this. Nobody prepared me for this. It was probably about three, four months ago, I get a phone call from my mom. And she's like, have you spoken to Evan lately? And Evan is my youngest brother. He is in high school. And I was like, no, I haven't spoken to him recently. I mean, we talk, but not every single day. What's going on? And she's like, I was sitting on the couch last night, and your father goes upstairs to grab his charger, and Evan is in our bedroom, which is on the second floor, and the screen is off of our window. And uh, Dad looks at the screen, looks at Evan, who is kneeling next to the window, and is like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I was just curious if I can get the screen off. My dad's like, okay. Grabs his charger, goes back downstairs, sits on the couch. My mom's like, did I hear you say that Evan had the screen off the window? And he's like, yeah. My mom was like, is he going to (laughs) jump? My dad was like, I don't think so. And my mom was like, maybe you should go make sure. My dad goes back upstairs. Evan? And he's like, yeah. You uh, going to jump out the window? And Evan's like, oh, yeah gonna jump out the window he's like why are you gonna jump out the window and i mean evan with his high schooler logic was like i want to know that i can in case of an emergency that way if anyone's ever breaking into the home or the house is on fire i know that i'm capable of doing it and when my mom said that to me she said it was like the most ridiculous thing and she said it as if it was the most ridiculous thing but then i was sitting there and i was like i'm not mad at his logic I'm not. I am. Are you? Yeah. I mean. Put it this way. If somebody breaks into the house. Yeah. There's you and your two younger brothers Mm -hmm. and your parents. Mm -hmm. 
five of you. Mm-hmm. I think it was more of like a house on fire situation. Evan's gone. <laughs> he ain't helping. No, he's out the window. So now it's down to four. Yeah. Granted, he's the youngest, the weakest. Must be protected at all costs. He is the tallest at this point. Is the tallest. Taller than your dad? He might be. Tough. I don't know. I'm going home tomorrow, so I'll see him tomorrow. I'll send you some photos or something. He's tall. He's no, real tall. I don't need pictures of your brother. I'm all right. Yeah. Thanks. It's okay. Unless they're on OnlyFans. <laughs> I support the family. <laughs> I'm a loyal customer. My point being is, like, I feel like that's a situation. They don't really teach you how to parent. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, I also jumped out of my window growing up. Yeah, but you did it to sneak out. I was. I live in a ranch. I grew and up in a ranch. in a ranch. Yeah, you're on grew the ground up in a ranch. Floor. It was ground floor. I will say, my parents got these new windows, and they have this like lip, like where the makes the seal and everything. And it's this like just plastic, like one inch tall, like piece of plastic. I don't know. It's like a U shape where the window slides into. And I'd be sneaking out through my window, and that wasn't the problem. It was when I snuck back in. That I'd have to like rest my like hips on that plastic piece and like slide in and like just kind of like drag my lower body over that piece and that shit hurt so bad, but it was worth it because sneaking out was always fun and yeah. For oh, perfect example. If you're a kid, someone like me, I always took care of my stuff. I had like one bicycle growing up, paid for it myself, took care of it, always put it inside at night. Mm-hmm. One, I didn't want it stolen because I paid for it. Two. I didn't want it to get rained on and like rust out. So I always put it inside. There's a couple nights that I would leave it in the front lawn or just like in front of my parents' cars in the driveway. And that was because when I snuck out, I didn't want to open the garage because it's loud. Smart. Potentially wake the dog or the parents. Mm -hmm. So anytime it was in the driveway or the lawn, I'm gone that night. But there was a couple of times and we had a walkout basement in our ranch. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the back side of the house is like two stories and the front side is one story. It's a couple of times that I forgot to put the bike out or I didn't know I was sneaking out that night. And, you know, my friends hit me up. They're like, hey, like we're going to go pool hopping or ding dong ditching or do anything in the neighborhood. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'll meet you over there. And like I had to go into the garage, grab my bike instead of just. I didn't know there was that like emergency pull thing and you could like manually open the door. Probably couldn't reach it either. I was short. Mm-hmm. Still am. I carried my whole bike through my kitchen, <laughs> through the living room, yeah, down the stairs, went downstairs, unlocked the door, walked out that door, and then left it unlocked. So when I came back, I had a way to get back in. But I did the most to sneak out. Yeah. But you also... I would say very much had parents and I think my parents are exactly the same way where they trusted you. So they didn't really take precautions to prevent you from sneaking out. You just snuck out because you wanted to go hang out with the homies. But if you had woken them up be like, Hey, like my friends want to go hang out. Like, can I go hang out? Would they have let you go hang out? Absolutely not. How old are you at this point? I don't know. 13, uh, 14, 15. Yeah. Maybe it was cause I grew up in like such a secluded neighborhood. Like there's nothing anything walking or biking distance from just our houses and my friends houses that my parents were never really like big on well you need to be home by nine it was always we know you're in the neighborhood you're fine but uh yeah 
thought. Lost it. It was going somewhere. I don't know. I grew up where everybody rode their bike everywhere. Nobody had cell phones, so you just rode around the neighborhood to Same. like all your friends' houses and wherever the bikes were, that's where everybody was hanging out. And you For didn't sure. ask to come over. You just walked over and knocked on the door and then mom or somebody's mom answers and says, yeah, they're downstairs. And you go downstairs and you hang out and everybody's playing rock band or some shit. Yeah. It was very much the same for us. Like it was just a lot of my friends I grew up with. We all grew up in the same neighborhood. Let me put you through some scenarios. Sure. Your dad to Mm -hmm. a boy and a girl. Okay. They're year and a half apart. Like most kids are. Mm -hmm. Your daughter has a boy over. Are they going to her room? Are they staying in the living room? Are they going downstairs? With the door open. Where? Anywhere? Yeah, as long as the no closing doors. I would probably go the way I was raised, which was you, you can hang out wherever doors. you want. Just don't close the door. How'd that work out? Great. Didn't shut the door. Yeah, but how'd it work out? <laughs> <laughs> how'd that really work? At the end of the day? At the end of the day. Pretty well, I'd say. I'm here... With no child. Mm-hmm. But did the door open prevent anything? No, of course not. It just made it more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you set ground rules as a parent, and this is two 23-year-olds talking about parenting, so none of it really means anything at the end of the day. But like, I feel like you put things in place to establish authority. There's no authority at the end of the day the end of the day you're gonna carry the bike through the living room if you want to carry the bike through the living room damn straight it's all a facade like i was watching i started watching the sopranos and uh their daughter is a teenager in the show and she's getting rebellious and they're putting down all these rules and then they have a scene where the dad pulls the mom aside and he's like man we can't do anything to stop her i hope she doesn't realize that and i think as a kid you do kind of realize it to a degree but if you're a good kid, like, you're not going to do anything crazy anyway. It wasn't like I was like, oh, my parents can't stop me. I'm driving to Jersey tonight to go shoot heroin under the bridge. Like, what are you really going to do at the end of the day? As long as your parents are there and they're supportive of you and support you in general and you guys have a good relationship. And at the end of the day, you can only mess up so much. Am I wrong? I don't know. I've been cussed out a few times. I messed up. Yeah, of course I've been. <laughs> I've messed up too. But like at the end of the day, how bad was it? Oh, it's funny thinking about it now. Exactly. And that goes for anything. Like at any time. Like you gotta like always, always, always. Like when you're going through like literal hell. Like your parents are pissed at you. You're getting in trouble at school. Like mm-hmm. literally. Like it could literally be anything. Like, you could be getting, like, ISS or, like, out-of-school suspension or something like that. And, like, at the time, like, it's the end of the world. Same mm-hmm. thing with, like, your boyfriend, girlfriend breaks up with you. It's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a year later, you think back and you're like, yo, that shit's so funny. Yeah. Everything's funny in hindsight. Everything's so funny. Most most things are funny in hindsight. As long most as there's no, like... There's a few things that aren't so funny. Yeah. As long as there's nothing that, like, still carries with you this yeah, day as from as long as nobody gets hurt, nobody's damaged then you're good i mean everything's replaceable talking about things you can't replace like or uh not things you can't replace things they they don't prepare you for when you're a parent Mm -hmm. my brother on his junior license had this honda civic si of course the sport one Mm. sneaks out 
I think he said he pushed his car out of the driveway Jeez. and up the street because he had an exhaust on it, so it's loud. Sneaks out to the city, goes street racing, gets caught, gets like six tickets in one night, gets put in the back of a cop car at like four in the morning or three in the morning. And then they call my parents and my brother has to go pick him up because they impounded his car. And like my dad was a 12 out of 10 on the angry scale. I can imagine. And I remember at like three in the morning, my mom comes and wakes me up and is like, hey, um, your brother snuck out and went street racing and the police got him and your dad has to go pick him up. So just letting you know, like in the morning, like just letting you know, like what the vibes are. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Super easy to go to bed after that. I'm sure. Woke up, just walk out in the living room. And like, it was like being in a courtroom. Like it was just like awkward. Tensions are high. Just a lot of judgment in there. And I was like, oh my God. Poor kid. Went through it all. My parents cost him a lot of money, but. I mean, they can't really train you how to handle your no. kid getting arrested in street racing. I don't think that's in the book. It's not in the book. They don't write about it. Maybe it's in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but I haven't read it. I don't know. I don't know. They got to listen to this podcast, ultimately. That's what parents should be doing. Mm. This is where we'll educate them. Education. Let them know what's what and what's not. Yeah, it's really nice because I can talk about like sneaking out. And, like, There's no repercussions. I don't live at home. Like, <laughs> You're an what, adult. What are they going to do? Nothing. I mean, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There might be repercussions. My phone turns off tomorrow or something. Once they hear this. Yeah. yeah. I'm still on the phone plan. Me too. It's nice being like a semi adult mm. where you live on your own, pay most of your bills, but like mom and dad still hold down the phone plan. Thank you, mom and dad. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> something else they don't prepare you for. I'm in ninth grade. Uh-huh. We're in the annex. For those of you that didn't go to Liverpool, ninth grade has its own building because our classes were too big to all fit in the high school. Right. So you went to this building that was separate. Half of it was like an elementary school. The other half of it was just the ninth grade. And it was in this like square and there was classrooms all the way around it. And everybody had lockers and everything. And I had my locker next to, uh, it was alphabetical. Mm-hmm. had my locker next to this guy named Charles and Charles and I were cool. We always, you know, like we're getting stuff out at the same time and like same at the beginning and the end of the day. So we always were bullshitting back and forth. And, um, ninth grade was when uh sack tapping became a thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for those of you that don't know, sack tapping is when usually a one male greets another male flicks their hand at another male's genitalia and just the right manner that like your fingertips just barely nick the old sack piece of deal yeah and it's a little painful on the receiving end of that and but like it's not out of the ordinary like you do it to your friends if somebody's just you know holding on to their backpack with both hands and they're just wide open you just quick get Mm -hmm. them i don't remember doing that a lot maybe i did either way end of the day charles comes over I'm like putting my coat on or something like that, putting my backpack on and he gets me. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, hurt, whatever. Laugh it off. We both walked to the bus. Next day, all throughout class, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> my nuts hurt. 
what's going on? Like anytime, like in gym class, like I'm running, anytime it touches like that, anything, the inside of my underwear, it's hurt like bad. And I'm like, oh my God, I go home and I look at it and things don't look too hot. And I'm like, I need an adult. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't really talk about stuff like that with my dad. My mom's always the one that's like more there for me. Like on like the medical side of things and the emotional side of things. She's always mm. ready to go. I think she wanted to be a nurse. So she's like all gung ho about me having a, an <laughs> issue. And she was, I was like, mom, dad, like my uh, nut is swollen. Yeah. I got sacked at. And my mom's like, you got what? Is that an STD? And I was like, <laughs> no, I got sack tapped where another guy hit me. And she right. was like, why did he do that? And I was like, because we're friends. and that's Because he we likes do. me. Yeah, because we like each other. I'm like, don't worry, I'll get him back. Yeah. And then either way, my mom's like, well, can I see it? And I'm like, Mm-mm, absolutely not. You're not seeing it. No. No. I'm a man. I'm like 13. <laughs> Big man. Yeah. Can't can't be looking at that mom. Sorry. Slightly bigger ever since the sack cap. Yeah. I need to, need to see a professional. And she was like, okay. So like literally the next day, noon, I leave. Go to like the family doctor. He looks at it and Doc's like, damn. I'm going to need to send you off to a specialist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give it to me straight. He's like, doesn't look good. I'm like, okay. I don't know. Three days later, I go get a uh, a sonogram, like what they do for babies. Yeah. And like the mom's stomach and the in the womb. Mm-hmm. They do a sonogram on my nuts. Yeah, your outer I'm, womb. I'm yes, my outer womb. I put on like the gown, open in the front. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. <laughs> I'm open in the front. I'm like again 13. I get on this table. This lady hands me like this block that's like shaped like. I don't know. It's concave in the center and it bows out at the top and bottom. Okay. And I slide it all the way in between my legs and put my nuts on the top of it. And I put the old piece of deal on my stomach. Mm -hmm. And then she puts the jelly on my nuts and uses this like scanner. Yeah. Looks like a, what they use to scan stuff at Wegmans. She's going over my nut. She's like, ah, like, does this hurt? Like, you know, the the lights are dark. Got elevated music on. The mood is set. She's going over it. She's like, yeah, like, I don't really see anything. I'm like, you're on the wrong one. It's my right, not your <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, okay. She goes to the other one. And she was like, oh, oh, yeah, I see it. You got some scar tissue. You got some, or you're not some scar tissue. She's like, you got some, like, internal bleeding. Like, that's what, like, the swelling's from. Like, you got some scar tissue. It might not go away, but, like, um, you know, like, I don't see any, like, damage to it. Like, you should be okay. Like, if the swelling will go down, like, just take Advil for it or something. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I want to say I was in crew practice literally, like, two weeks later. And I was talking to one of the other crewmates. And I was we were talking about, like, what our parents did. And I was like, what did your mom do? And he's like, oh, she runs a sonogram machine. I was like, oh, where? And he's mm-hmm. like, at a this doctor's office in Liverpool. I was like, oh really he's like yeah i'm like is she like in that doctor's office like bottom four to the right and he's like yep and i'm like oh 
Just wondering. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Doctor patient confidentiality. Yeah. Knowing damn well, like your mom looked at my nuts the other yeah. day. She rubbed some petroleum on me and told me I had scar tissue. And she told me my eyes were pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something they don't teach you how to parent. Like how like when your kid comes to you with that, like what are you gonna do? I don't know. I mean, there's things they do teach you how to parent that, like, kids still find a way to mess up. I don't know what your uh, birds and the bees talk like was like, but mine did not go great. And my dad's probably listening to this like, I thought it went pretty well. And your mom's listening to it like, you didn't give him the talk? (laughs) So I remember my dad sat me down because in fifth grade, you watch the movie. And it's funny how it doesn't matter where you went to school, but you know what the movie is. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's an educational film. You'll watch many later on in life, but this is the first one you probably saw, and it's about the birds and the bees. And so my dad caught wind from some of the other dads that, like, birds and the bees movie's coming on soon. I should probably sit him down and have the talk. And to kind of put things into perspective, I was a pretty smart kid. I was very book smart, very just aware, so it made sense that the talk didn't go so well because it went a little something like this. My dad sat me down. He's like, hey, where were you? In his bedroom. We were both sitting like on the edge of his bed, like at the foot of the bed, kind of like in the movies where they both sit down on the edge of the bed and they're like, hey, we're going to have a talk. And he was like, you know what happens here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basically, he was like, hey, I heard that you are going to be watching the movie. I just wanted to talk with you and I cut him off. I was like, you don't have to. I already know everything. And keep in mind, I'm like a smart, I would consider myself to be like top of my class, fifth grader, whatever that's supposed to mean. So he's like, like, oh, lit. All right, cool. We're done here. And in my head, I was like, yeah, obviously I know what happens, dummy. You pee inside of a girl and then she poops a baby out. Like, (laughs) Obviously you and mom hug. Yeah. And then I literally, Evan comes out. (laughs) I thought that you peed inside a girl with urine and then she pooped a baby. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I know exactly what happens. And he didn't question it. He was just like, cool, you get good grades. You probably know what happens. He's Great. Like, he's like, my kid the best. Yeah, I didn't find out for like, I mean, I guess I watched the movie and found out. And I was like, oh, oh that's what happens. But yeah, I was under the full impression. Didn't you say you have had like an old computer in your room? An e-machine, yeah. An e-machine. What the hell is an e-machine? Um, I don't really know how to explain it anymore. It's just like what desktops used to be. Just a big body. When they used to weigh like a thousand pounds. So your like, parents like got a computer and they were like, let's put this in my teenager's room. Yeah. I don't remember how I got it. It was so long ago. It's weird how you remember certain things and not other things. I just like always had that computer in my head. Do you remember I think what s- it was, was I used to like to play a lot of computer games mm. and they were sick and tired of me playing computer games on their computer. They're like, here's one that like runs on a hamster spinning in the middle of it, runs at like the weakest everything you could possibly imagine but it'll play your games did it play videos yeah it did what kind of videos (laughs) (laughs) all types all of them all of them (laughs) oh man yeah that's why you knew everything you're like sir see right here he's peeing in her (laughs) (laughs) you're like obviously nah I probably weren't like uh during the movie, exactly what went down. You're like, oh. But no, I wasn't watching that type of stuff in fifth grade. No way. It was sixth grade. <laughs> I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> Come on. Who do you think I am? Yeah, but 
I think younger kids now, like they know about all that shit way That's before we That's so did. weird though. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. Cause like when you get like an iPhone at like whatever age kids get iPhones, like I didn't have a cell phone till like high school. Like I don't even remember. Uh, no, I have one in middle school. Maybe. I had a flip know. phone in middle school, but like it didn't do anything other than call and text, but it's, I mean, I'm going to sound like a, such an old person saying this and, but it's true. Fifth graders and sixth graders are doing stuff now that I couldn't even imagine. And it's probably a lot to do with TikTok and Instagram. Like, it's all these kids hopping on there, doing these dances, dressing like they're 20, 21, 22 years old. And it's just in their phones. Like, it's in their pocket at all times. Like, they just, it's crazy. We didn't have that. It wasn't like that. Or maybe it was, and I just didn't know about it. And you want to have a daughter. Why? Because I'm, I don't know, open-minded and no judgment over here. You're silly. (laughs) Thank you for listening to episode six of No Judgment Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Please uh, like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at No Judgment Pod. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. (laughs)